Allison Scholes is a stock photographer and podcaster. She provides the fun and creative stock photos busy mompreneurs can't live without. Allison also hosts her own podcast. Her podcast is Social Media for Mompreneurs. Each week, the show helps busy moms build their brand online in just minutes a day, even when those minutes are hard to come by which as moms and entrepreneurs, those minutes are definitely hard to come by. Allison believes social media should be fun and easy, not daunting. With her sassy and fun personality mixed with her creativity and love for sweatpants and jewelry, she's able to deliver the simple and creative tools that help mompreneurs boost their business with confidence and ease. Listen in as I interview Allison. Hello, friends. Welcome to the Second Phase Podcast. I'm your host, Robin Graham, a personal branding expert and photographer. I am so excited you are here with me today to chat all about personal branding, personal development, and life overall in the second phase. What is the second phase? The second phase for me was a change in careers and learning how to navigate a new world and build a business from the ground up when I was terrified to put myself out into the world. For some, the second phase is a significant lifestyle change, a traumatic loss, a move, an illness. It could be any number of things. No matter the definition of your second phase, we are here together to learn about creating a personal brand that stands out and makes an impact and grow as our authentic selves and follow our callings, our passions, our visions, and our values. Now grab your cup of coffee or the dog's leash, and let's dive in to a new episode. Good morning. Welcome to the Second Phase Podcast, Allison. Good morning, Robin. Thank you for having me. Well, I'm thrilled that you're here, and I am really excited to share your story with my listeners as well as what you do, because as a fellow photographer, we have a lot in common. Yes, we do. <laughs> <laughs> so will you tell us a little bit about yourself, um, where you live, about your family, maybe your hobbies, your passions, just a little bit about you. Well, my name is Allison Scholes, and I think a lot of female entrepreneurs out there in the social media world actually know me as the boss lady in sweatpants. That's my company name, but I'm a photographer and a podcaster, and I live in the Chicagoland area. I'm married. I have two boys, and I can't believe it. I actually have a freshman in high school. I don't like to admit that. <laughs> <laughs> But, you know, and, but I love what I do. I, I just love being creative. I love anything that has to do with creative design, anything that has to do with social media and photography. And then when I'm not working, we are huge movie buffs in my household. So we are all about family movie nights and just chilling on the couch and making popcorn. My, I think my son eats popcorn almost every day. <laughs> <laughs> There's worse things he could be eating. <laughs> True. <laughs> oh, I love that though. Um, and you're a big Disney fans too, aren't you? 
Yes, we are huge Disney fans. And uh, that actually will come up, I'm sure, in our conversation in a little bit. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> okay, so Allison, I know you had a first phase before you became a photographer and before you started doing social media and creating stock photos. So tell us a little bit about your journey. Like where, after college, what did you do and where did you start your career and what happened to make you want to make a change? When I graduated college, I did what any typical female girl would do. I went out and I tried to find that perfect job. I went to college for communications and business, and my first job was actually a really cool job. I was the marketing coordinator for a pretty big bank out here in the Chicagoland area, and it was really cool. I got to do all the setup for trade shows. I did all the graphic design for their print material, and you know, at that age, in your early 20s, I was living like that really cool corporate life, and just getting married and having, you know, the cool suits and working Monday through Friday. And I thought that's what I wanted. I thought that it was meant for me. But lo and behold, when you start going through that motion and doing this year after year, and I got married and I knew kids was a definite in our future. And after a few years working in the corporate life, it was just just this feeling like a day after day drag. And I was just going through the motions. I was just doing what I had to do. I was tired all the time. But then my husband and I were starting to think about building a family, having a baby. And I knew having a baby and having that corporate life, that corporate job just did not mix. I knew I would not be happy dropping my son off at daycare or with a sitter Monday through Friday and missing out on my child's life. So I decided once my son, we, I did get pregnant and we had our first son. I did not go back to the corporate life. I thought this is it. I'm going to be that stay at home mom. This is going to be wonderful. My dreams came true. And in the beginning it was wonderful. And I loved being a stay-at-home mom. And then I had our second son and being home was wonderful. Those years were amazing. But being a stay-at-home mom can be very, very isolating. And you are just giving and giving and giving to your family and your kids. And there were so many moments where I felt that something was missing for me. And it was a combination of, I want to do something for myself, but I was also feeling guilty for those feelings. I was ha having those guilty feelings about, you know, putting the kids in the car, taking them to Target and doing a little spending and then come home. And then my husband comes home and he's had a long day at work. And he said, well, what'd you do today? And all that guilty feeling of saying, well, I took the kids to Target and we went shopping and I wasn't contributing financially to the family. So those years were wonderful, but it was also this internal battle. Mm -hmm. And at the same time, my husband was saying to me, I 
can't wait till our kids are in school all day so you can go back to work. And I would cringe on the inside because I thought I am not going back to that corporate life. No, no way. So I felt that I needed to come up with a solution. And I was so good with kids. I love kids. The solution to me was I'm going to go back and get my teaching degree. And that's what I did. When my kids were little, I went back to school. I got my master's in teaching. And then when my youngest was finally in second grade, I went back and I had a teaching job. And it was wonderful. It was nice to kind of make friends again and be an adult again, but it was draining. It was so hard to balance kids in school and family life, but I have to get myself ready and go to work as well. So there was like this pivotal moment when I was driving my second grader at the time, I was dropping him off at the sitters and he looked at you know, he looked so sad that morning. And I said, Hey buddy, what's wrong? And he goes, mom, I wish you can drive me to school every day. That was such a knife to the heart. And that's when I kind of knew I need to do something. I need to create something where I can be 100% present with my kids and my family, but I also want to create something for myself. And that's when the whole idea of boss lady and sweatpants kind of formed and but before that I was already dabbling in the MLM market and when you asked me about Disney earlier Robin I was also trying to create a Disney blog I wanted to be that Disney mom blogger and everyone would go to me <laughs> for all the Disney questions and I was going to create like this amazing Disney blog and this is how it's going to be make money and, you know, I'm going to fund all our Disney trips. Well, you can imagine how hard that was to keep up with all Disney. And I don't even live in Florida. <laughs> I don't even go there all the time. How on earth can I keep up with it? So it was trying to create something that I really didn't know what I was doing between balancing teaching, balancing family life, and having this massive guilt of not driving my son to school every day that's when I decided I'm going back to my creative roots because I missed it. I missed creating things on the computer. And, you know, I was always that go-to person for like, can you design my kids' birthday invites? Or can you, you know, do some photos of the kids? And so that's when Boss Lady in Sweatpants was really born. That was maybe about three and a half, four years ago. That's when I started that second phase into Boss Lady in Sweatpants. And I love your name. <laughs> I love your business name. It's just so clever. And you know what? It's true to form. I wear sweatpants almost every single day. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's funny that you say that because I, like, I will be in yoga pants a lot. Like I'll, you know, get up, whatever I do my workout and then I just start running or, you know, doing my work and I never move to, to change my clothes or do anything. But what I found was some days I actually feel better 
and more productive if I actually take that effort and initiative to get myself ready, quote unquote. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah, well, that's funny. funny that you say that because um, I do that a lot. I, from like the waist up, a lot of my Instagram, I'll look really nice and you'll notice that I have an obsession with jewelry. So I will get ready. I'll do the hair, makeup, I'll put jewelry on, but you typically don't see waist down because I'm wearing sweatpants. Like I'm going to look good, but I'm also going to be comfortable at the same time as I'm working at home. (laughs) So funny. Well, and you know, a pair of earrings can go a long way to make you feel better. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. Uh, I, I'm a big earring fan. I love, I love to have something, something on. It just makes me feel a little polished, I guess. Right. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay. Now tell us a little bit about what you're doing now. So boss lady in sweatpants is not just a woman who sits at her computer in her sweatpants. Like you are making waves in the social media world and really helping entrepreneurs who are struggling and, and finding it challenging to create content on their own. So tell us more about what you're doing, because I think no matter what phase of life you're in, if you're an entrepreneur or if you're someone who is in corporate, but contemplating becoming an entrepreneur or doing something different, you have to know about social media and you have to know how to create content and where to put value and all of those things. And you're doing that for people on a daily basis to make their lives easier. So tell us a little bit about that. I think I got into the content photography space because when I started with Boss Lady in Sweatpants, it that's not how it started. I thought that Boss Lady in Sweatpants was going to be this space for moms to come together and talk about our lifestyle. I really wanted Boss Lady in Sweatpants to be a mom lifestyle blog. And I thought I was really just going to be a blogger. But when I started that, I didn't know what I was doing. And it was really hard. I felt so alone and lost. And I really had no idea how to build Boss Lady and Sweatpants on social media. I knew the back end of design. I knew how to design my own website. I can get real techy, and I can almost figure out anything when it comes to tech. But when it came to marketing Boss Lady and Sweatpants on social media, I was lost. I was just throwing things out there on Facebook and on Instagram, and I was dabbling a little bit in LinkedIn and once in a while put a pin on Pinterest, but I was lost until I started paying attention to some female entrepreneurs that I really admired, and they were teaching and coaching on social media and Instagram. So I really started paying attention and I really was paying attention to Instagram and I was learning more and more about Instagram. But what's interesting is the more I started paying attention to Instagram, I started paying attention to personal branding. And to be honest, in the beginning, I had no idea what personal branding was. I really thought, well, personal branding is my boss lady sweatpants logo. It's my colors. That's all it is. Like, there you go. But I started recognizing that so much more than that. So that's when I just really started diving deep into the personal branding space and the Instagram space. 
And once I wrapped my head around my own personal brand, I was recognizing that female entrepreneurs were struggling with what to put out there. They understood Instagram, but they didn't know what to put out there. They didn't know how to stay consistent. They didn't know what to post. And at the same time, I was also getting a lot of questions and a lot of feedback and a lot of comments about, that's a really pretty picture you put out there, or that's so cool that you did that, or how did you do that? So that's when the whole thought process of, well, what if I started getting, because at the time, a year and a half ago, I didn't even own a camera, Robin, if you can believe that. Didn't even own a camera. I was doing everything from my iPhone. And I was really trying really hard to capture these great photos and flat lays. And I was doing it all with my iPhone and editing them. And I thought, you know what? These women are asking for help. I'm going to invest in a camera and I'm going to learn as much as I can in a short amount of time in photography. And then I'm just going to put out these flat lays and photos and content ideas for these women and see where it goes. And I'm so happy I did it because today I am helping these mompreneurs understand and build their brand on social media through my stock photography membership. I am giving them flat lays and lifestyle photos and I'm helping them write content for their brand and their business. So that's in a nutshell of how I'm helping mompreneurs these days. I love it. And I love the fact that, so let me ask you this. Do you shoot on automatic or did you teach yourself the exposure triangle and, and using your camera for manual settings? I taught myself the triangle, the exposure. Yeah. All of that fun stuff, the, you know, the aperture and the, you know, the, the yeah, f-stops and all of that good stuff. Yes. The, yeah. the good old light triangle, I call it. Yeah. Yes. I taught myself, I've taken online courses and you know what? It's a learning curve every day. And I think I'm still learning my photography style, but I just fell in love with it. And now that camera just goes wherever I go now, because I'm sure you're in the same boat, Robin, where I used to just drive mindlessly now when I'm driving, I'm constantly looking around and I am framing landscapes and looking around and going, ooh, that would be beautiful or that would be amazing in my membership group. And I'll pull over and snap a shot if I can. So yeah, I self-taught photographer and I'm still learning. <laughs> yeah, it's, and that is the, I think the, one of the beautiful things about photography is that there is always something to learn. And especially when you're using light because light changes so quickly. So you're constantly having to be attuned to what's going on with the environment and, and what you're working with. So I, I love it because it's a challenge as well as it's a creative outlet. I love the challenge because I don't have a photography studio. And so I love showing my audience behind the scenes. I will sometimes set up in my bedroom on the floor or depending on where the light is that day, I will be in my son's room on the floor and like the dog is laying on half my props and I'm like, could you please move? <laughs> <laughs> Daisy's always right there with me too. And I'll have something set up. I use my front door a lot. And so, you know, cause the light comes in so beautifully in the afternoon and I'll have, you know, a big, you know, piece of 
whiteboard or something there and you know I'm setting up the flat lay and here comes Daisy and she just brushes it and boom everything's gone <laughs> Daisy it's a real it's a real problem when you're when you're a photographer right and you're trying to yes. create <laughs> yes but you do beautiful work and it's it's funny because I love watching people grow and and seeing where their strengths become really evident and all of that. So I've watched you over the past year and you're getting better every day. It's, it's really fun for me to see on the flip side of that. Oh, thank you. I really appreciate that, Robin. <laughs> yeah, I, I love it. And I love all your flat lace too. I mean, you're very creative and I think it's, I think it's a huge gift for these people to be able to come to you and say, Hey, I need content. I'm struggling. And you have all the answers for them because I do it myself and it's so time consuming. I can't rationalize hiring someone or, ha or taking photos from someone else when I can do it myself. But there are times I think, why am I doing this? There are people that I could pay to do this, but you know, I do still love to do it. But I think it's a huge gift that people don't have to stress out every single day about that content because content is queen. I mean, it makes all the difference in the world for whether or not you're going to connect with your ideal audience and be able to, to get an emotional connection with them and have them engage with you. Oh, I totally agree. Absolutely. So what was one of the struggles, like the biggest struggle you had once you identified where you wanted to be in the entrepreneurship world, when you decided where Boss Lady in Sweatpants was going to go, what was one of your biggest struggles? For me, I actually had two huge struggles. The first one was imposter syndrome. I was so influenced by other photographers and I was watching these photographers build a membership and I was actually a part of one and I still am to this day a part of a membership for all of the training. But I was grappling with the imposter syndrome so bad that I actually didn't launch my membership for a whole year. I hung on to that dream for a year because I thought to myself, who am I to launch a membership when there's already a bunch of other memberships out there? I did not go to photography school. I'm not a professional photographer, so how dare I put something out there? But the more and more that I I learned about photography. Photography is subjective and it's what one person may like, another person may not like it. And I was starting to zone in on my creativity and I had to really think, how can I make this membership mine and put my own twist on it? And my target audience is different from all the other memberships. So once I zoned in on, well, I'm not serving everybody. I'm serving those mompreneurs who are just struggling with building their business online. And I thought, wait a minute, I can do something with this. So once I zoned in on how I can make the membership unique to me, unique to my brand, that's when I realized I could launch this and it can be successful and I could really help other people out there. So imposter syndrome was one of the biggest ones. And I'm going to be honest, it's still there. It still lingers. Um, it'll always be there, but I think you just always have to 
find your inner strength and what's unique about yourself and how you put your unique uniqueness on it, then, you know, the imposter syndrome kind of takes a back seat. The, the second thing that I really struggled with was doing it alone. I was such a, I'm the kind of person where, especially when it comes to tech and stuff, I always did everything on my own. I had that, like, I don't need anybody. I, I can totally do this. But that's what kept me stuck. And I really wasn't moving forward. So doing it alone was probably the biggest mistake I could have done. And over a year ago, I found my social sisters, my inner circle of women, they changed my business. And it's not because I bought things from them. It's because I had real relationships with other women, other moms who were feeling the same things I was. They were building their business. They were going through the daily, I call it the daily ugly stuff that people don't put out there on social media. And I think that's what's really hard for women who are trying to build their business is they go on social media, they follow their business mentors, especially on Instagram, and they see all the pretty things. They see you know, the perfect selfies, they see them giving speeches on stage, they see them vacationing or on a yacht, or they see them working with their laptop on the beach. That is such a small, small window into what it's really like. And until I found my inner circle of women, that's when I realized, oh, I'm not alone. Like, it takes grit and it takes a lot of dirty work and it takes a lot of, I hate to say it, feeling down sometimes to really get your business going. And so, yeah, those are my two biggest mistakes in business was the imposter syndrome and trying to do it alone. Have you ever wondered about personal branding? and what it actually is? Have you ever been curious about personal branding photography? Well, in my Brand Insider Lookbook, I have all the answers for you. The lookbook includes everything you need to know about personal branding photography, how to overcome the fear of being in front of the camera, how to prepare for a photo shoot, and even how to choose a photographer. At the end of the lookbook, we even have a whole series of different poses and looks and ideas so that you can use those resources to create your shot list for the next time you have a branding photo shoot. To learn more and to download the free lookbook, visit my website, www.robingrahamphotography.com forward slash resources. I hope you enjoy it. You know, you touched on several things there and one imposter syndrome is so incredibly real. And we have to remember that we're here and, you know, God has designed us to be unique and have certain skills that we can share with other people and make their lives better. And I think until we recognize that, that imposter syndrome creeps in way more frequently and way, way heavier than if we 
just make that decision that, you know what, I am worthy and I can do this. I have this skill. And even though I'm not exactly like that person, I have something to offer because I've experienced it so many times in, in my life too. And, you know, just like you said, with being a photographer where I am, and I don't know if it's the same where you are, there's a photographer on every corner. And most of them are pretty darn good. So mm -hmm. it's, you know, it's a competitive place to be in. And you really have to give yourself that grace to trust yourself with what you believe your expertise is and then push forward and kind of suppress that fear that accompanies that or that I guess stimulates the imposter syndrome. And then um, I love that you were, you were talking about your tribe of social sisters because I think, you know, there's that saying that we are um, the sum of the five people that we hang around with or that we surround ourselves with. And it makes a huge difference when you have other women in your corner supporting you, holding you up, pushing you forward, giving you a sounding board for all those questions that you have. And especially on those days when you're doubting yourself. And I think because of social media and all of those influencers that are out there, we tend to compare ourselves way more than is necessary. So it's great when you have people that are really on an even playing field with you versus these people that you just are looking up to and being completely intimidated by. And I think too, when you said um, the even playing field, for me, when I first started uh, with Boss Lady in Sweatpants and being a female entrepreneur and still being a stay-at-home mom, I found myself when I was out in a group of friends and with family who all have traditional jobs, the nine to five jobs, and which is, if that's for them, that's awesome. Trying to talk about being an entrepreneur and what I'm building and the looks you would get, and they would immediately doubt you because people who are not an entrepreneur don't understand the entrepreneur lifestyle. They don't understand what it's like to try and grow a business from the ground up. And they immediately doubt you. They'll immediately be like, well, that's not going to work or, oh, that's silly. So going alone and then having almost that negative space around you when you're trying to talk about what you do. Because I remember people like, well, what do you do? And it was so hard for me to talk about that in the beginning because I was kind of like, oh, well, um, I'm a blogger or I'm, I'm an entrepreneur. And the looks I would get were just laughable, but I would shrink on the inside. And that's why I think it's so important to have a group of people, a group of entrepreneurs, a group of women who are doing the same thing you are. They don't necessarily have to be like in the same niche. Mm -hmm. but similar to what you are doing or what you're building because you need that support system mm -hmm. because I really don't think that you can go it alone because you're actually just going to, I think it's not good for your self-esteem and your self-confidence. I think that'll just slowly eat away at you if you don't have that support system either online or a small little network group in your area. I, I think that is just imperative mm -hmm. for you to grow a successful business. You have to have that support group no matter what. I was just going to ask you, what is one piece of advice that you would like 
that you would give someone who's contemplating moving into a new phase or starting a business or, you know, moving into entrepreneurship. And I think you just nailed it. Yes, absolutely. Because until I found my group, that's when I really, I think it's almost like you rediscover yourself because they're like your cheerleaders because you find yourself, you're not cheering for yourself. I found that you're not, you're not your own cheerleader when you're an entrepreneur, because you are looking at what you're doing wrong. You're looking at what you need to do at the end of the day. Well, I didn't accomplish this. So you're already putting negative space in your area, but you don't even realize you're doing it. But when you have that group of people that are constantly, you know, I hate to say putting you up on a pedestal, but they almost like need to. When you get the little DMs or the messages like, oh my God, that was a great post today, or I love that photo you took, or thank you so much for that, you know, what you told me to do last week, it totally worked. And you just need that group of women, your, your cheer squad, <laughs> so to speak. <laughs> you need that cheer squad because it's so motivational, it's so encouraging, and it just gets your confidence going. and. I mean, I can't wait every day to see what my group is commenting. And I get excited to see what they're putting out there. I get excited to be a part. I almost feel like I'm a part of their business without actually being in person with them. I'm, I'm like with them. I'm walking the journey with them. And it's so cool. It's just so amazing to be a part of that. Yeah, I, I love that too. And I've found over the years that having that tribe to support me and hold me accountable and push me into spaces that I'm not really comfortable with. And then not only that, but learning how other people are using tools and processes to launch their businesses forward. Because those are things that, you know, I'm not, I'm pretty techie, but I'm not like overall tech systems type savvy. And so it's, I think it's great when you have people in your corner that can help you and push you and, and support you and all of that. So great advice. I love that. Okay. So one more question for you. What does having a personal brand mean to you? We're both in the personal branding space, totally different ways. Um, not totally different, but quite a bit different, but yet similar. So I want to know what your perspective is. For me, I think, Personal branding is what you want to be known for. It's how it's what you want to be known for, and it's also how you make people feel. It's it's beyond the picture, it's beyond the caption, it's beyond your website. It's when someone reads your post, when someone interacts with anything you put out there via podcasting, blogging, YouTube videos, when they walk out of the room and they're still thinking about you, to me, that's your personal brand. So what do you, how do you want your audience to feel and really like, what do you want to be known for? To me, that's personal branding. Yeah. Does that make sense? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's, it's infusing your personality into your business so that people can get to know you like you and trust you. And you're right. It's what they're thinking about you and saying about you when you're not present. And I think people struggle with like that personal branding. And when, you know, sometimes I'll get women who come to me, they're like, well, I don't know what my personal brand is. And I'll just ask them, well, what do you want to be known for? 
and make it simple. Like just write three sentences. What do you want to be known for? And it, and it's not about your products and services. That's like the biggest thing. It has nothing to do with your products Mm -hmm. and services. What do you, as a person, as a brand, what do you want to be known for? Write it in like two to three sentences. And that I think really gets them over the hump of, oh, okay. And then you can start generating content based on what you want to be known for. Yeah. You do a great job of that too. There's no question when you post your content on Instagram that you do what you do. Thank you. <laughs> and you, and I love like your bio, in your bio, you even say you're, you're fun and sassy and all of that comes through. And that's part of your personal brand. I mean, that's part of your brand, just, you know, your personality and it's fun. It's lighthearted. It's, you know, mm-hmm. sassy. <laughs> yeah. And I always say, don't be afraid to harness your personality because you are not going to attract everybody mm-hmm. because that'll just make you boring. And who wants to be boring? So right. you want to be unique. And you know what? It's so funny. This is like a little bit of a sidebar, but I think my youngest son has taught me this because my youngest son is diagnosed with autism and he is the funniest, quirkiest kid you will ever meet. And I remember him once asking me like, I don't know if I should do this. What are people going to think? And I looked at him and I said, you know what? I go, who cares what people think? I go, who, who wants to be boring? I go, do you want to be boring? He goes, no, I don't want to be boring. I go, then don't be boring. Be you. And now he is just his quirky little self. And, you know, and I kind of took that to my own personal branding because I was a little afraid to be sassy. I was like, Ooh, am I going to rub mompreneurs the wrong way? But then I thought, well, then those are not the mompreneurs meant for me. I'm meant to serve the moms who are not afraid to put themselves out there on social media and have fun with it. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, you've discovered who your ideal audience is. So yes, it's perfect. It's a great (laughs) fit. Okay. So do you have a book recommendation that you would like to share with the listeners? Actually, I do. I am in the middle of the book by, I'm sure almost everyone has heard of this book, but if you haven't read it, you need to read it. It's by Marie Forleo. Everything is figure outable. That book is blowing my mind. That is amazing. I think every, I think every entrepreneur should read it, but especially the female entrepreneurs, because it talks about that space of fear that space of imposter syndrome and just knowing that whatever you want to do in life, whatever you want to build, whatever you want, whatever you can dream of, Marie's right. Everything is figure outable one day at a time. It can be done. So that is my book recommendation today. (laughs) Oh, good. I actually haven't read that yet. It's on my list, but I don't, I haven't personally known anybody that has read it and recommended it. So now I know that it's worth, <laughs> worth picking up. So yes. Thank you. And you know, what's so cool about the book, because I think there's a lot of amazing books out there that inspire you, but that's all they do. You read it and you put it down. This book actually has action steps to take because you can only go so far with a book, but after you read it, if you don't take action, then why did you read it? 
Right. So that's what's so great about her book is before you can go on to the next section, you have to take action. And she puts it right in plain English. If you don't take action, my book is not for you. So it's, it's really a really great book and I really recommend it. Oh, good. Well, I'll put that in the show notes because that's, and I'll add it to my list as well. Okay. Do you have a favorite quote? Marie's quote, everything is figure outable. I mean, I've really been tuning into that every single day when I get stuck or I get frustrated or I just want to like slam my computer down. I just stop and think I can figure this out. I'll go away. I'll have my coffee. Because coffee always makes me feel better. Uh Uh-huh. And then I'll come back. So I'm going to steal her quote, but it's everything is figure outable. I love that. That's great. Okay. What's a guilty pleasure that you have? Jewelry. I actually have, (laughs) I actually have a jewelry subscription if you can believe it. So I don't buy all my jewelry. I actually rent it. So (laughs) there is such a thing. So it's like rent. The run, rent the runway for jewelry? Yes. yes, and it's high-end jewelry. We're talking Kate Spade. We're talking, uh, yeah, basically your high-end jewelry that I can't afford. I rent it. So I get three pieces at a time, and I can wear it for however long I want. And it comes with the box. It comes with the packing slip. I put it right back in there and ship it back, and then they send me three new pieces. So that's why I always have like all this great, beautiful jewelry and it's all different all the time because I rent my jewelry. So that is my guilty pleasure. That is fascinating. What is this company called? It's called Roxbox and I can actually give your listeners a code. They can actually get a free month. Really? So I will, yes, I could, I'll make sure I give you that code. So it's the best. Give that to me and I'll put it in the show notes. That's awesome. I might have to try that. <laughs> it's a, well, and what's so cool about it is you can actually put your membership on hold for a while. So I put mine on hold over the summer because we're doing a lot of boating and swimming. Yeah. I'm not really wearing jewelry. So I can put it on hold for like three to six months and then pick it up again for all the holidays and photo shoots and all the fun stuff. Oh, that's fantastic. That's a great tip. I'm excited about that. Okay. Now it's your turn. Do you have any questions for me? Robin, my question for you is where do you see yourself in five years? Oh, in five years from like a goal perspective or a dream, a big dreamers perspective. Oh, let's go big dreamers perspective. So I want to be a published author and I want to be speaking in front of audiences like big audiences. Oh, that's amazing, Robin. I can totally see that. Absolutely. Yeah. And the other big dream I have is if I can achieve those two things, I want to be on the Ellen show. Like that's my biggest dream ever is I want to be on the Ellen show. (laughs) That is amazing. Oh, I love that. So I don't know if any of these things will happen in five years, but I do want author associated with my name. Well, you know what? Everything is figure outable. <laughs> so there you go. <laughs> so there you go. <laughs> okay. So now back to you, Allison. Besides the incredible rock box offer, you're, what else do you have to share with the listeners? I have a lot of free resources on my website. I provide free stock photos and I also have a free Instagram makeover cheat sheet. So it kind of gets everybody kind of started to kind of give their 
Instagram account, like an overhaul so they can start branding themselves correctly. So they can find that on my website at bossladyinsweatpants.com forward slash resources. And then I also just give tips and tricks and strategies every week on my podcast at the social media for mompreneurs. And your podcast is great. I've learned a lot from all of your guests and I really enjoy it. And you inspired me last year when you launched yours. I was like, that's it. I'm not sitting on this idea anymore. I'm moving forward. <laughs> so, And I'm so glad you did. <laughs> <laughs> thank you for that inspiration. And now besides your website, where else can our listeners find you? I'm mainly on Instagram and you can find me at Allison Scholes. Awesome. So everyone check out Allison because she's got a plethora of information that she puts out every single week and she's very inspiring and can also help you help you with your brand and all of that content that is so very important for growing a personal brand. So Allison, thank you so much for being here today. This was fun. Oh, thank you, Robin. And that's a wrap friends. Thank you so much for listening today. I am grateful to have you here with me. If you enjoyed this episode and found the information helpful, will you please take a moment to subscribe and leave a rating and review? That would mean the world to me. Ratings and reviews are what give life to podcasts and help others find us. And before you go, have we connected on Instagram yet? If not, what are you waiting for? Find me at the Robin Graham. Take a screenshot of this episode and tag me in your stories so that I can find you too. You can also find me on Facebook at Robin Graham Photography and on LinkedIn as Robin Graham. Please spread the word about the Second Phase Podcast. And until next time, remember to smile. <laughs>